Warning, the following podcast may contain spoilers. It may also contain content too frightening for people with a weak disposition. If you're too frightened to carry on, we suggest that you go and listen to some soothing music, light a candle and hide underneath a blanket. If you're ready to carry on, follow us into a world of 100 horrors. You are listening to... The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back. The boys are back. Hello. And welcome to 100 Horrors again. Hi everyone. Been a while, hasn't uh, it? Been a little bit, been a bit, bit, bit of a while. Rubs had a spazzy back, baby. Yeah, and yeah. I got pooly goods, baby. Yeah. I'm a um, laptop broke. <laughs> well, very private person. Very, very private thing happened to Paul, baby. <laughs> that we won't talk about. Uh, well, yeah, a bit of a disaster that, wasn't it? Uh, but yeah, welcome back. Welcome back to uh, 100 Horrors, the podcast that is still trying to find the best 100 horror films of all time. Um, tonight we are going to be discussing the 1990. Classic basket case. <laughs> basket case two. You watched it then, did you? I'm so glad to be back. Yeah, brilliant. Can't wait. Uh, what's the synopsis you ask? Well, I'll tell you if everyone will just stop asking all the time. Basket case two is a 1990 horror comedy and a sequel to the cult classic Basket Case, directed by Frank Hennenlotter. The movie picks up the story of Dwayne Bradley and his deformed, formerly conjoined twin brother Belial. After surviving the events of the first film, they are taken to a unique sanctuary for deformed freaks, where they meet an array of quirky and grotesque characters. As Dwayne and Bilal struggle to adapt to their new surroundings, the film delves into themes of acceptance, family, and what you should do to journalists if they try and write a story about you. Do you hear that? Piers Morgan? Yeah. What? Scare factor. The Scare Factor. Before we get into the scare factor, I'm just going to say a little thank you. Yeah, the, I need to say thank you as well. To everybody who got in touch with us to see if we were all right. It's, yeah, it's been you. It's been horrible being away. I miss doing the show. First few weeks was brilliant. Everyone else enjoyed the first few weeks off? Yeah, yeah I, did, I did. I did. It's yeah. been nice to not watch a load of crap. Yeah, I stopped watching horror films. Yeah, I did as well. Which my was, my uh, uh, Amazon Prime looked normal again. <laughs> it didn't look like a sex pest. Yeah, I felt yeah. less suicidal. Yeah, yeah, felt good. Yeah. Um, but then after a while, I was like, God, Fridays are rolling around dead quick, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Coming out. yeah. Um, but people were getting in touch on the Instagram in, in the droves. Uh, and that's not an exaggeration. Just saying, like, hope hope everyone's all right. Um, hope everyone's doing well. So we have uh, there's too many people to to say thank you to individually. I think I've done it on on Instagram. But thanks for thanks for the consideration, yeah, everyone. Thank really you. appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I didn't say it, but I, I got I saw a lot of comments. Uh, and it, yeah, it's been tough. So thank you very much. Got me back. I think what it's good to be back. Yeah. Back in town. The boys are back in town. Um, I think uh, 
what clearly happened was we found a new cursed film. The Curse of Basket Case 2 got yep. us. Oh. Mm, the Basket Case 2 curse. Just shut down the podcast, didn't it? All right, what are you going to say about this film with a budget of 2.5 million? What's scare? What's scare factor? 2.5 million? Yeah. 2 million went on the mask. I'm going to go with uh, Rubber Puppet to Robert. Four. Uh, probably going to give it a one, Paul. 2.5. Oh! Mm. Now I've given it a very respectable 5.2. We'll start with the lowest first. Why 2.5? Whenever a film starts off with a reporter calling what is meant to be another human being a small, grotesque monstrosity, <laughs> then the only way is up. But it didn't really go. The acting was awful. It was... I've written... In my notes, it's I've written... terrible. This, the acting in this film is hammier than... And then I've just put dot, 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 because I couldn't think of anything. It was hammier than... A ham salad. A pig. A pig. Hammier than a pig. Um, I hate that little... Who, Belial? Yeah. Straight away, having to, having to bleep things. Oh, oh sorry, I forgot. Yeah. Leave I mean, it in. It's season three now, isn't it? I'd love to stamp on him. Um, this is, however, there was some brilliantly funny bits in. Uh, honestly, there was. Yeah. The the funniest bit for me was Lorenzo, who was one of the... Um, <laughs> he's one, one of, of the, the other freaks. freaks. Yeah. Uh, and each one of them have got their own special, quirky, Which one uniqueness. was Lorenzo? Lorenzo's Lorenzo. just a giant head in a box. But oh, the one they could sing. When he yeah. sang, Rob. Yeah. Opera. Yeah. He sang, boy. Brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> That's the only downside I have for this film. Frowny face. Lorenzo, the opera singing freak. When I watched this, I was I was still really like hurting <laughs> as well, so I felt like one of them. It'll put me in there. There's some, there's some him, absolutely bad off it. Bilal has a love interest, Eve, and they have a sex scene. Yeah. And it's somebody who's very similar to, to Bilal. It's too... It's too if you've seen Basket Case 1, the little... little Gammy little thing who lives in a <laughs> lives in a lives in a wicker basket. There's a woman version of it, and there's a full. First they were just kissing. I was like, ah, oh, that's. I was like, that's a bit intense. Then it cut away. They cut back to them, and they were just, just having sex. Think about Team America, but smelly and wet. <laughs> Absolutely, honestly, you could tell it was a bigger budget. Honestly, there was very good comedy moments. I think the first one for me just angered me because it was neither funny nor scary. This isn't obviously scary. Do you but think I like the thing themes, and I did honestly find some of it really funny. Did you think Lorenzo was the funniest bit, the opera singing freak? I d- not the there's funniest. A, there's bit. a far funnier bit. There's there's the sex scene, which mm. I thought was just. Imagine filming that. Imagine making the noises yeah. in the recording studio of them two, <laughs> yeah. and then there's a bit where um, Bilal has therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a woman, I can't. Is she like the boss or something? Like she's like the old Granny Ruth. Yeah. Who introduces herself as going, Hi, I'm Granny Ruth. To, yeah. to someone else. She is. She's giving, all right, Ruth. She's giving Bilal therapy, right? And she's asking him questions. And all he's going is, and she's answering like she knows what he's saying. Like Chewbacca and Han. Yeah. The, it's just. The, the funniest bit in the film is where. Off it. The, the, uh, Dwayne lures a journalist to a bar. And he's set up a sting operation and he's like, he lures him in there. And the, the, the journalist, it turns out, is trying to write a story about all the freaks. He's trying to hunt down where Belial is. And then he goes like, uh, you think, you think I'm the only freak in this bar? And then it, it pans and all the other freaks are like in the bar wearing human masks. But the human masks are about the size of a human face. Some of the puppetry, if you haven't seen Basket Case 2, some of the heads are literally about the size of my living room. Like there's a man with just a giant head and he's got a tiny little mask in the middle. Like he's walked in and not noticed that that's the case. Did you see it was filmed like some sort of like 1930s sort of gangster film noir? That's the one with the music in the background. Like what what would you say it was? Film noir. Trumpet or something like that in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I enjoyed it way more than the first uh, one. Uh, now, Paul, Paul, this sounds like you thoroughly enjoyed this film. What brought it down a full 7.5 points? Come on. <laughs> uh, go on, go on. Come on. Some, some of it, some of it, like the bits where the sex scene and the bit yeah. where he sings are obviously yeah. meant to be comedy moments, but the fact yeah. that she sat down giving him therapy, yeah. I honestly think they were trying to be a little bit serious with that. Do you think? Yeah. And then he stitched Bilal back up in him at the end. I don't yeah. want to spoil well. I don't know. I'm never going to watch it again. Well, you watch the third one. So they've well, doubled in gonna, point scores. I'm what you actually want to pick that next? I'm picking that next. I'm picking that next. All right. Fine. Bring bring on the next lad. Alas, sexist. Uh, it's not going to be them, though, is it? Yeah, I've got any, I've got a uh, sense of humour. Rubber puppet Robert. Yeah, you can see the budget increase straight away. Uh, but I need to say this. So I, I very famously, very famously said that Basket Case 1 was a charming little film. So I was really worried that this was it was going to lose its charm. And uh, I think this kept it, to be honest. Me too. Yeah. What did you give her up? Uh, four. Very charming. Money, money hasn't gone to its head. That's less than what you gave the first one. Was it? Yeah, you gave the first one a 4.5. I was going to, well, give this a 4.6 then. <laughs> Is that what you're giving it? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, what did you give it? Four point, oh no, sorry, 5.2. A very respectable 5.2. Better than average, I've written. Um, yeah, it was good to see that none of the budget was wasted on actors, though. Because, uh, as we said, it was rubbish. Rubbish acting. Um, the, the thing that really annoyed me was the fact that every single Belial puppet looked completely different. There was like four or five different puppets. They all looked completely different to one another. One of them had a CGI face. Yeah, that was good. Uh, when they used the real face, it was really good because I, I wasn't good. quite sure. And then it suddenly, like, its whole face started moving, like, properly. I, uh, yeah, I, that's a bit, bit where Dwayne says he's leaving him and he just yeah. looks at him and starts laughing. That actually that was creepy, that, that wasn't was it? That was creepy, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. creepy, yeah. Uh, the other monsters just, are just mental. The, uh, there was one that was just a frog's head. Uh, and his mouth was open, and you could see the silhouette of the man behind a black bit of mesh. Lycra. Yeah. Just someone's, like, tights across his mouth, and you could yeah. see his head moving around inside the, the head. The hammerhead lady? Uh, yeah. Was and, hammerhead lady. Um, there was the guy with the piano teeth. The guy... Well, pia- piano is overselling it. He's underselling it. This, the man's teeth were about the size of surfboards, and that's not that's not an exaggeration. They are about the size of buggy boards. Like Louis Suarez. <laughs> you won't get that reference. Uh, football guy. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but a giant, giant teeth, yeah. Who else was there? It was the one that was just dead ugly. Oh, there was the one that... Um, <laughs> yeah, the ugly man, Which yeah. one's the fittest, mate? The uh, the hammerhead woman. Very nice legs. <laughs> there was the the one who had like screws in his head and a metal head. Yeah, he... Straight he out of a Halloween shop, that one. Very, very disabled. But there was a, a man who was just a big, tall... It was quite a good uh, design. It was just a, a big head, big head man. That was quite good. Yeah, it was... Big uh, head man. Not a lot to say. The, the only thing I'll, I'll, other thing I'll mention is I had to watch this twice. So I got so distracted the first time Jesus, around watching really? it. Really? Yeah, I got because I got a new laptop. I started playing around on that. And Another one? In, no, well, this one that we're recording on now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The Hundred Horrors laptop died. Yeah. Basket Case Two Curse. There you go. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was messing around installing all the softwares and stuff, and then looked up and realised I have no idea what's going on. And then I, I, I watched it, and then I still didn't know what was going on half time. So I've seen all that. I, I don't know what was happening, but. Uh, <laughs> I like that Granny Ruth is like basically trying to save these freaks from a life of indignity. So she takes them into a house and lets them live in a loft. And yeah, that's, out that's, the way. That's the dignity. That's the dignity. Out the way. There's your dignity. Um, the other bits that were very good. Why all the flashbacks? Is anyone really going to watch Basket Case Two who hasn't seen Basket Case One? Um, it didn't. It didn't need the constant flashbacks to what was going on. 
Um, did it need to be made? Well, it, it it did, it did. And we'll talk about why in the trivia. Um, the strobe mo- uh, murder scene. A journalist gets in and makes it to the freaks' loft. Um, and he's flashing the camera. And as he's flashing the camera, you see all the freaks attacking him. But you get tiny glimpses of them as they're attacking. And that's very well done. I think if you see them in small doses, it's far more effective than seeing, quite clearly, they're in big rubber masks. However, just with that, go on. Go out the loft. Yeah. He kept on, and he was like, oh my God, this is scary. Once you've got yeah. a couple of photos, just leave. Just just drop off one the picture. Ladder. Yeah, one picture. We haven't mentioned the um, the sideshow man. A hundred smackaroos! Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, that he, guy. Was, he was brilliant. <laughs> How would you cast a man like that? Do you mean he's brilliant? <laughs> yeah, he's it's just fun. some yokel with not a tooth in his head. He's like, hundred smackaroos! <laughs> Runs a freak show. He was very good. Um, and I also think that the ending bit. So uh, Marcy, the journalist who's been trying to take a picture of Belial the whole way through, I'm not sure why she's, or uh, her um, editor told her to do that, but she's really hopped up on going to take a picture of him. And at the end, the freaks get her and they mangle her face. And one of them says, uh, says, gee, Marcy, you should see yourself. You're a freak now too. And it cuts to her face all mangled. And it, it's, uh, it reminded me of, you know, the makeup out of the thing. Yeah. Where yeah the head's yeah, all yeah. stretched. That's yeah. where a lot of the budget went, I think. Uh, and it was, it was very good. But, I, th- uh, I think they've been quite clever from the second one to the first one because the first one was just a pure horror story. This, well, meant to be a horror story. This one was more, I don't know. Charming. Media focused. Uh, yeah, I think people's interest. Developed. Developed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A more professional act. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. A, what a turn it was. Professional what a, turd. What a good turn. Turd. Uh, trivia. Cheers. True or false? <laughs> Originally called House of Freaks. False. False. Unless it was Basket Case 2, House of Freaks. Drill. How serious you are. Go on. I don't know if anyone heard that, but as we were pressing the true button, my stomach went... Uh, true or false? Frank Henenlotter admits to being fueled by Coca-Cola during the filming of Frankenhooker, which is the film he was making parallel to this one, and this film, to the point where Coca-Cola agreed to sponsor them, with there being publicity photos of the freaks drinking Coca-Cola and wearing Coca-Cola brand clothing. So what's, uh, got, what's that got to do with being there? Uh, true or false? Sorry, true or false? Yeah, so it was going to be called something different. No, no, that's a set. No, there was. It was. It was, just, it was going to be called House of Freaks. Next question. Oh, it was right, fueled okay. by Coca-Cola, hence the publicity pictures. Uh, oh right, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go true with that one. Uh, something in the back of my mind says it's a trick question. I think it was Pepsi. False. You weren't a million miles off. I saw some like placed advertisement for something. Ribena. It was Jolt Cola. Oh, which doesn't not exist. That. It doesn't exist anymore. There was something in there that was, uh, oh, maybe I'm thinking of the, no, I'm thinking of the other film that we did, that we're doing three weeks time. Whatever <laughs> All it is. right, there's some trivia spoil then, isn't it? No, no, it's not. True or false? Whilst trying to sell a script for a movie called Insect City, Frank, <laughs> Frank Henenlotter uh, met with a producer called James Glickhouse. Glickhouse. <laughs> Glickhouse. She's a Brit. Glick. House. Uh, Glickhouse liked the script but knew that it wouldn't sell and asked what other ideas Henenlotter had. 
eager to work with Glickhouse, Henenlotter made- <laughs> Listen here, Glicky. I got <laughs> ideas coming up my, my ass. <laughs> oh, that's not good enough. You want a movie that's going to sell? Well, let me tell you about Frankenhooker. So he pitched Frankenhooker, which he made up on the spot, which is a real film, by the way. That's true. That got made. Um, hang on, where's the... Oh, I've just spotted the trivia. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> I thought there was more. I didn't read my notes. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, true. We're, we're a bit rusty. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, so, uh, while tr- uh, it was true. So he just made up Frankenhooker on the spot, and the, the guy was like, you got yourself a deal, buddy. Uh, but then also he went, yeah, brilliant idea. What else have you got? And Frank Hedelotter also said, well, there's always the sequel to Basket Case. Vampire mm. Baby. Uh, Bin Laden in Blackpool. Picture film, quick. Uh, Eamon Holmes in House of Fraser. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that, actually. And the final one from me this week. A real-life murder helped fuel publicity for this film. False. True. True. It was true. Uh, the mansion that the Freak's uh, home was in this... Sorry, bloody hell. The mansion that was the Freak's home in this film was uh, for some reason called the Tuesday Afternoon Club. Uh, and a year after the film there, there was an incident where a handyman barricaded himself inside with the corpse of a woman he'd just murdered. Mm. A news report covering the incident mentioned the mansion was the setting of this film, inadvertently providing some publicity for it. Did he get a cinema release? Uh, it, I couldn't find any box office material. I think it went straight to VHS somehow. Shame. It yeah. is a shame. It is a shame. Somehow, yeah. Anyone want to go to the taggy? The, the old taggies? <laughs> taggy. Taggy, taggy. He's basket. That's in his back. He's oh, back God. out of his basket. Um, You're not a million miles off again. Doing all right. Um, who let him out again? <laughs> not a bad one. Not a bad one. Taglines, four of them. Look who's back. Skit. Yeah. Um, Belial's back. We were cut apart and now we're back together again. Not very good, that one. <sighs> Spoiled the ending. This time he's not alone. Uh, and the best one, we're going to need a bigger basket. Here's a question for go you. Go on, go on, go on. Come to think of it, yeah. the other monsters, were they shits? Or were they only being shits to the to the photographer and the the um, reporter? The uh, Because he, Bilal was just a Bilal's horrible a maniac. person. He's a maniac, yeah. So why person. is he fitted he's in with a horrible them? person. They all, seem, they all seem to be all right. And only when they're getting... Granny, Granny Ruth uh, was a, uh, a shitster, wasn't she, basically? Yeah. Yes. She riled him up. She She's the equivalent of like a ringmaster without a whip. Yeah, she trapses she out, <laughs> out her pretty granddaughter in front yeah. of them. They know they can't have her. And then she's waltzing around in them little dresses and stuff. They're all getting awful, bloody younger. And she winds, she's like, winds up the tail and watches them go. Yeah, but she was a freak and all, though. It was well, Granny Ruth. No, the, the young woman. What was wrong with her? Did she, have she, had a, <laughs> she had a oh. crocodile fetus in her belly, which would jump out every now and then and bite you if you went anywhere near her organs. It yeah. just pops out a bit for a bit of air. <laughs> yeah, that's that. No, you're underselling it. You're underselling it, is what I would have said to her. You see a boob in that. I've paused it. You see two. She's got two. Uh, What happens next in this podcast? I can't remember. Uh, I don't want to die. Um, I just having my face eaten off by a basket case. Go with that. Can't remember any of the deaths, but I'll bite a a man or a woman. Whatever we chose for Instagram. Yeah, uh, Bilal bites someone's head off, face off. 
What would you say to them at the funeral? After you, you find the person who's had the face bin, you say, what's wrong with your basket face? <laughs> Get a smile. Hey, uh, when I first found out he died, it was a, it was a, a front of the Sun newspaper and it was Belial's Bile. Oh, good. Um, Sicked him up. Don't have to belittle, uh, sorry, belial him. <laughs> hey, you're belying, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> You're blaring for. Um, he was a bit of a nut basket case. Yeah. Oh, good. I freaked out when I found out. I hope it'll be a little blile before the next few <laughs> That's too much. Um, oh. can't, I can't face it. Good. Good. Uh, luckily, the people of Instagram got in touch this week uh, again, finally, to... to um, Tell us what they would say at the funeral of a man who'd had his face bitten off by Belial off of Basket Case 2. Uh, Mr. Matt Reed, uh, guest a couple of episodes ago, got in touch, maybe he cursed us, got in touch a couple of episodes ago uh, to say, we gather here today to ask what the hell he was doing getting that close to the little creep to get bitten. Mm. Fair point. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah Don't yeah, get good. that close to him. Good. Mr. Matt Toppin got in jump, touch. though, somehow with no legs. And he's got a lot of purchase when he's wrestling with you. I'm not sure how he manages to push What's you down. What's the green thing out with Ghostbusters? Slimer. Slimer. He looks a bit like Slimer, doesn't he? He does look like Slimer. a fleshy Mac Slimer. and me. Slimer. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Matt Topping got in touch to say, I pissed off two men by referring to them as hipsters. Apparently the correct term is uh, conjoined <laughs> twins. Hey! <laughs> clever, clever, Stupid clever. Stupid beards and the slicked back hair. Mr. Nick McCauley just got in touch to say, case closed. Mm. Yeah. Daryl said, well... Very good. That guy's life was no picnic, I tell you. Mr. Joe Krajak just got in touch and just said, not again. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it keeps happening. Clark, he's been in touch, said, what a charm... Got very into the folklore, sorry, the, the lore of this podcast. What a charming little... Nope, send it straight to hell. My nice yeah, Saturday brilliant. evening has been hampered by this <laughs> film. I'm not going to the funeral. Cheers, cheers. Mm. Um, and Mr. Phil Son has got in touch to say... Here we go. Dearly beloved, we're conjoined here today <laughs> to remember this man. Um, his favourite film was John Wicker, but I'll leave it there. As sure you don't have the time to listen to me whine about everything and nothing. Oh, oh, very, good. very clever, yeah, very clever. Very good, yeah. No, what time it is? Funny man, silly man. Funny man, silly fan. Um, I'm just loading up the uh, the old, the old mobile phone. Fun fact, sad fact. Here we go. Fun fact by Mr. Uh, Brian McCarthy this week. It takes around 50 muscles to make a frown, but only 13 to smile. This means it's easier to be cheerful than grouchy. And smiling feels better than frowning. So the next time you're feeling upside down, just turn that frown upside down. Sad fact. Speaking of upside down, it was a closed casket. The mortician couldn't figure out what his face was and what was his throat. Very good. Mm, very good. Good one. Yeah. Good one yeah. this week. Well Cheers, done. Brian. Well Cheers. I think he puts more effort in than we do. He works really bloody hard. Yeah. He works uh, very hard. A lot of time to think about it, though. Fair play to him. <laughs> Rob defending himself. <laughs> Fair play to him. Um, time for a new sequence. I haven't heard this jingle yet. I'm excited about this jingle. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'll play it and then I'll explain it because it's, it's, it's a bit weird. Uh, jokes are always funny when you have to explain them as well. Yeah. Would you rather? No! No! Is that a flip of a coin, Rob? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit long, that one. 
No, what, no, don't would mind you it. Rather? What would you rather? So I, I uh, googled AI horror voice. <laughs> oh, good. And, and they were all British. I couldn't Brilliant. find. I wanted one that was like, "Would you rather?" And it was just someone going, "Would you rather?" I can't, I can't make out the accent either. Hang on. <laughs> Do it again. I'll just play that bit. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather? It's like a chimney sweep. It's like a chimney sweep. New section this week called Would You Rather, where uh, the host poses a question to the other two and just have a bit of a natter about which one you would rather do. Would you A, rather run Granny Ruth's House of Freaks for a year and you have to live with them and they're in your house rattling around all the time? No expenses or? No, no, you paid, let's say you paid 14 grand per freak. But you you don't have to pay, no, fully. You don't have to pay any, uh, you don't have to pay any, Board. Right, okay. Yeah, your mortgage yeah, yeah, is take yeah. care of you. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. You look after the freaks. Um, or would you rather be um, star as star in the basket case sex scene as the woman, and at the uh, at the premiere you have to sit next to your man? <laughs> I run the freak house and just shove him in the loft. You can't That's all she did. People too. I'd go for the sex scene. Why not? Would you? I'd, yeah. At that fourteen grand, I'd uh, I'd hire outside help. Not, no, you have to pay for food and stuff. I've got, I've got my normal job. A bit too deep you haven't this. got your normal job. You haven't got your normal job. It's a full-time job looking after freaks. Yeah, and his wife knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good section. Uh, right, <laughs> good. Uh, all right, well, uh, so final scores. Final scores, 4.1. What's on the chopping block? Hang on, I'll tell you where it is first. 4.1. Oh, yeah. Sorry, joint. Far uh with the blob. Yeah. The blob was good, like. The mist. Mist was mist, mist was alright, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like both those films. So the They're chop- both better than a 4.4. Chopping block this week. Scanners. Oh. I cast thee back to hell. I cast thee back to hell. I cast thee back to Scanner. Scanners. Z- Right, it's going. Yeah, it's right. gone. Oh, it's gone, boy. Scanners. I cast the back. Which means Scanners is off Thank God. the list. I know, what a horrible film. film. Um, I'm glad that Basket Case 2 hasn't immediately dropped off the list. It's in the top 100 horror films of all time, according to this podcast. And that's why no one's listening. Um, yeah. so, not anymore, since we had that big break. Um, Hopefully you've enjoyed... It's only a game show, <laughs> you better believe I'm right. Hey, hey. We're going to be snooker in you, snooker in you tonight. What's Good. that? Big break. Yeah, big break. Sorry. No idea. What? Hopefully you've enjoyed the, uh, the, you the show. I've been watching though. Go on. Alan Carr's... Um, Can't what? stand him. Oh, what is it? Why? The big, uh, his big game, epic game show. He brought back Bullseye. Brilliant. Good. Yep. One for the British audience, is there? Watching lots of that at the minute. Hope you've enjoyed uh, the return to, to form. Uh, as per usual, we're drifting madly off course as we talk about these films. Made a ball. Um, do join us next week. Oh, before we do this, please start listening to the show again. Tell your friends about it. Tell them on Instagram, at uh, 100horrors and X and Facebook. Get in touch with us uh, there for you. What would you say at the funerals and all that? And uh, yeah, join us next week when we'll be talking about... Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. This has been 100 Horrors. Thank you for listening.